2: looking for a great place to start your career start with the city of norfolk virginia you'll earn competitive pay outstanding benefits and a five thousand dollar sign-on bonus start your career today at norfolk.gov slash coastal va jobs restrictions apply
0: is it acceptable to go to mickey d's just for a drink (laughs) of course it is but good luck leaving with just a drink it's more than a drink it's a mickey d's drink
2: and right now a small minute made slushy is just 159 so all you have to do is choose a flavor like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon and enjoy like it's
1: meant to be enjoyed prices and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer
2: and
1: cue the music Corner to Corner is live in 5, 4, 3, Well, 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 good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. My name is Stan Grubb and you are listening to Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio on C2CRadioShow.com. Radio I'm joined by my tag team partners, oh. Rob Hefner.
0: What is the happening today?
1: <laughs> and, of course, the doctors in Brian Taylor. What's going on, sir?
3: What's up? What's good?
1: It is a beautiful Monday evening here in uh, the glass-enclosed Glass. nerve center of Corner of Corner. Momentous day doesn't happen off. Of the Certainly not in my book. What happened? What a great question. What a great question indeed. It happened finally. I am finally done. Shake your head. No, I did that a long time ago. That's good. I gave up on that dream. That's right. I finally did it. I have graduated. Well, we'll graduate as Friday. I'll be finished with college. Thank God. <laughs> it is uh it's been a long uh two two and a half years ish a lot of work, a lot of uh classes that uh, delayed the show. Thank you fans for being so patient. Um a lot of hey guys, I got a homework assignment that uh is due tonight. Can't can't get to it. Sorry. Finally, That's finally not
0: true. congratulations. You're now a graduate. Do we want to say the name?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it was Full Sail University.
0: So and it's Dan... Full Sail Sailboat Academy, Yacht <laughs> Captain, Stewardship, and Tire Center, right?
1: The Dan Patrick School of Sports Casting. Well, actually, when it first started, it was the Dan Patrick School of Sports Broadcasting. And then it seems like uh, the branding changed to smidge as they went to sports casting. So that's the official name, sir. Ooh. Honestly, I, Congratulations. I'm really relieved. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm relieved to be done. It was a lot of work. This last month was was crazy busy.
0: Now the question is, guy do you have to turn in all the cool crap they gave you?
1: You know what? Actually I don't. So as I look, I've got a camera and my lights sitting there, and it's just... It honestly looks kind of sad, like it knows that Stan doesn't want to film anything else. <laughs> At least not for a little while. Um, this past month was such a crash course crash in getting course. myself yeah. back up to speed. It's, it's crazy. But uh, got my green screen still. That one I actually I think got before. But yeah, all my equipment that they that they provided through the launch box was uh, great. It was um, there's absolutely no way I would have been able to do it without all of the very cool professors that I had. Um, I worked with uh, a lot of different guys. I I, I, met, I worked with a guy named Gus Ramsey, and he was pretty cool. He helped uh, do producing for the Edge and Christian show on the WWE network. The Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness, I think is what it was. Um, he did a few other different things. He's, of course, done a ton of stuff through uh, ESPN. He's done stuff on, oh gosh, there's so many bios. I want to say the Golf Channel. Um, Gordy Hershiser, who is the brother of Oral Hershiser, um, one of our really cool instructors. Just so many different people. And, of course, for the uh, Virginia Tech and UVA fans, Mac McDonald, one of our instructors as well. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, we're finally, finally done. can finally get back to focusing on the things that uh, that matter, and that's pro wrestling.
3: You matter. You're a big college boy now. You're goddamn smarter than both of it, me and Rob.
1: Shit. <laughs> I, well, I appreciate the compliment. I think you guys have oh. a better uh, better head for it than I do sometimes, that's for sure.
2: No, no, no. Well, I Fair think it's a team way.
1: effort. I think it's a team effort. I think that's what it is. I got through because of, of guys like you. Brian, especially, I mean, honestly, with the, with the graphic editing, you helped me a ton with that. I mean, if, if you hadn't helped me with, seriously, seriously, with the, with the practice that you helped me go through, and then um, a few of the times, and, and I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but the uh, video editing that I was doing with the uh, Gunsmoke clip, you were the one that helped me shore up and kind of tighten up some of the scenes. I know you don't remember, and that's okay, but it was it was cool because like it was fun to kind of share that with you guys, I, although some of it was kind of, I guess some of it was kind of boring, but it was still pretty cool.
3: Uh, the only the only one I remember is the the wrestling poster that kind of went south on us.
1: Yeah, that was, you, know, you know what that's we've talked about it before. That's where you know creatively you think you've got a vision of what was that <laughs> you have a vision of what it's supposed to look like, and then you know someone tells you, well, I guess it's okay, and you're like God. Damn it! No, it's not. <laughs> and suddenly, suddenly you see everything that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's like uh, this alignment's wrong, and that guy's face is totally pointing the wrong way, and yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I'm 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 my own worst critic half the time, and then I get frustrated. So when somebody's telling me, if you just do this, this, and this, it'll be fine. i am be like, No, it's not. But the, the truth is, it usually would be.
0: <laughs> so. Well, what happens is like you move one thing, and you're like, Ah, oh, damn it. I gotta move this. And I gotta move this. And... But we want to let Stan's professors know that just because he says Brian helped him with assignment, it was not an everyday thing. Don't take his grades away.
1: <laughs> oh, it's too late now. They're official. They're posted. I don't think I can share them publicly, and I won't. But that I don't be... want to. No, no, I finished pretty de- decent. I had a nice, uh, strong GPA. First time ever in my life. <laughs>
0: Because I wasn't there. If I was there, I've been bringing your GPA down since 1996.
1: (laughs) Longer than that, buddy. (laughs) Even even when you hated me, you brought my GPA down.
2: I
0: never hated you.
1: 1993. I can recall it like it was yesterday.
0: Mm. Why'd I hate you?
1: Because I made fun of band my first day walking in the school. <laughs> 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 I remember Rob looking at me like, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. And I've never seen him before. <laughs> it's okay, man. I probably would have had it coming. I was kind of a dick when
0: Sorry, I Sorry, I think I made fun of somebody wearing a leather jacket in August. But that's okay.
1: Hey, that was me too.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> wearing a leather jacket with his... Gene Short.
1: I can neither confirm nor deny that that ever happened.
0: But the thing is, friendship stood the test of time. It's all good.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. We survived it. And then Brian came along and and said, well, screw these guys. I'm going to put a wrench in the whole works.
0: Mm -mm. He's the cog in the wheel now. No. So or do you get to like put on a cap and gown and walk down the aisle of your of your house? Like the hallway while your wife is like doing the lights behind. you?
1: I don't get to really have any of that. Do you want to go
0: stand in the yard while she yells you from the balcony? And now, graduating with a Bachelor's of Science in underwater basket weaving.
1: You know what? I would do that if I felt like spending the money for the cap and Mm. (laughs) gown. I just didn't feel like it. Graduating
0: for the Bachelor's of Science in the Jacques Cousteau School of Snorkeling.
1: (laughs) If If only I could snorkel.
0: Hey, I got a cap and gown here at the house. Well, maybe I'm. Uh,
1: maybe I'm not mine.
0: To... It's my son. Don't think I'm like keeping my high school cap and gown. I ain't got that. he just graduated last year. We had to pay for it. You can't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that gets you in high school. They're like, you have to buy a cap and gown to graduate.
1: That was the but stupidest a... thing. It's just let me get my form and I'll be out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I will sem- say, at my high school graduation, I wasn't too convinced that they weren't going to hand me summer school enrollment form.
1: That that would have been so heartbreaking. Could you imagine that?
0: I swore that they were going to hand me the file, but instead of my diploma, it was going to be a see you in, August, see you in July.
1: <laughs> like, damn it. Well, as much fun as it is to Talk about
0: school. you.
2: Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> I, mean, I don't like to brag, but, uh, you know. As
3: much fun as it is to talk about my, <laughs> my show, we must move on.
1: And plus, I mean, you know, the wife is listening now, so she probably wants us to talk about something cool like wrestling, I think.
0: I think it's pretty cool that she's now married to a college graduate.
1: Hey, I mean, and and she she'll be done next year. So she'll have her own going on.
0: Then you'll go get your masters and your doctorate.
1: Uh, It'll be Stan grub PhD PhD. Britt Baker taught me that. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I don't know if I really want to do all that just yet. We're gonna we're gonna do what we're doing right now, just one step in a one step at a time. And, and I, I apologize. I was, I was incorrect. She's done in July this year. That's my bad.
0: So, so also got, do a couple's graduation. Well, um, you can both hold hands and walk down the steps of the, you know, of your house and be like, <laughs> da, 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 da,
2: da. <laughs>
1: I wanted to do the uh, the Macho Man's, you know, WCW theme, where I had like the uh, pomp and circumstance and the electric guitar, but I couldn't find it. I was at a time crunch, so figured we'd use the more traditional sound.
0: So we can start it, and then Brian can get on the balcony and be like,
2: ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then that just means I've got to look out for, like, you know, a steel chair or an elbow from the top, and I'm just not sure. And nobody
0: coming door. off the top of ain't nothing, but there could be a chair.
1: <laughs> we do have a steel chair floating around here somewhere.
0: They're not that expensive. I'm <laughs> and whatever we do to you at your house that means it's your security deposit not ours
1: so guys a quick question for you if you had to pick if you had to pick only one show to watch this year from ones we've already seen and ones that may be to come that we know of that are confirmed which one would you go ahead and fork out the money for a ringside seat,
3: too. For a ringside?
1: That's right. I'm talking, like, if you could, perfect world situation, your bank account mm-hmm. is flush, you can go mm-hmm. wherever you want, but you only can choose one. Which show do you go to?
2: Mm.
3: Mine might surprise you, but I would say WrestleMania.
2: Mm. Okay.
3: But but however, however, I'm shelling out the big big bucks and getting the uh um, that twelve thousand dollar plan.
1: The VIP package of, or whatever it's called.
3: Yeah, yeah, the one that comes with the autograph belt. The Autograph cards, the VIP. Uh, I think you can. I think you do lunch with them or something too. Yeah, yeah. I would sell out the big bucks since my account is flush.
1: <laughs> I mean the big the big package for Mania is both nights plus um, that Friday night SmackDown. That's also going to have the Hall of Fame. So it's going to be a three night event. You'll be absolutely spent. <laughs> By the end of it. You'll be lucky if you can get on the plane. But I mean that would be the most bang for your buck if you have it, I would think.
3: Yeah. Let's see if I can find the one the one package I'm talking about. But y'all y'all continue. Mine I think mine's gonna be the WrestleMania.
1: Okay. Okay. See Brian's gonna do a little it. bit of research here and just check it out. Rob, what do you think, man? You've got like I said, your account's flush. You can only pick one event, but any event you want this year, which one do you go to? Ringside. I ringside. mean
0: not to sound like a, a record player or you know, but Broken record, like if you if it's if money's no object and I can go anywhere, for nostalgia reasons you have to go mania and do what Brian did. But for also nostalgia reasons, I would always love to see the rumble. Mhm. Um so, I mean, that's where I am. I mean, I, I you know, I. But then also, uh, you know, pardon me, you want to go to Wrestle Kingdom just because nobody else was, you know?
1: I mean, but. the, the ambiance of each event is a special one. You know, Mania, say what you want about WWE, and God knows we have, and probably still will. <laughs> but the ambiance, the energy of the crowd at those types of events are—I mean—they're legendary. So to be part of that, to Brian mentioned the autograph belt, the um, the chair you get to take home with you, and of course the the meet and greets. The and again, this is this is the package thing we're talking about, right? Right. So that would be enormous. I mean, I, I have a hard time even thinking about passing that up, but Wrestle Kingdom in and of itself is such a, a legendary event on its own. I mean, if you had the ability to go to Japan and watch Okada and, let's just say Okada and Tanahashi, two guys we're familiar with, I mean, that that matchup would probably be 60 minutes of brilliance. Well, you gotta
0: think, you know, New Japan has always been known for saving everything for Wrestle Kingdom. You know, and showing people that, and doing things. So, like, obviously, you know, as you said, pageantry of the WWE, pageantry. And granted, like we said, the current current product be damned. WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, it's kind of like a sports fan. If you have the chance to go to a Super Bowl, you don't give a damn who's in it. You know? Like, if you could go to the, sport, the Super Bowl with the Panthers playing or whoever, that's a bonus. But if somebody said, hey, guys, I got tickets to the Super Bowl. You want to go?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to say no. You know, no wrestling fan that's been a wrestling fan, even if they are a diehard AEW fan, I, I truly don't believe any fan would turn down ringside seats at WrestleMania. Oh, I mean, you may have a few.
1: Yeah. Huh? Well, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. I I, I just, I had a a response to it. No,
0: I mean, you're going to have a few that are going to be like, no, I wouldn't go. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Bullshit. You know, like, it's just like if any diehard WWE fan was like, hey, got ringside seats to double or nothing. You want to go? Well, actually, I cannot um, condone AEW. (laughs) So I will turn. No, you're going to go, you know? I mean, it's like, I went to my wife and I went out of town to a concert and the night before a guy, a friend of mine called and said, Hey, I've got tickets to Jimmy Buffett. You want to go? Well, I'm not a big Jimmy Buffett fan, but I mean, who's going to turn down to go to see Jimmy Buffett free. Mm -hmm. You know, I went and saw Jimmy Buffett. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I love Jimmy Buffett for the record. I'll tolerate no Jimmy Buffett hate on this on this show.
0: Hey, the tickets were the right price.
1: Wasted away again in Margaritaville. Great
0: <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of people wasted away.
1: <laughs> Although at a Jimmy Buffett show, now it's probably a lot of metamucil.
0: <laughs> I almost think I smelled more marijuana at the Jimmy Buffett concert than I did the Pearl Jam concert the next day.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> there was a lot of marijuana what? floating around that pro champ concert. <laughs> there was a lot of single weed going on. Yeah. Oh, man, I think I think I'd have to be in agreement with you guys. I mean, if I've got I mean, unlimited funds, I could pick one event and be ringside, do the whole package deal. I think it'd have to be Mania. You get an opportunity to see first off the Hall of Fame, which I've always wanted to be there for. And especially this year, because it's The Undertaker. Which is just huge. Um, Right. and, And this year, among all years, where so many rumored things could be taking place. For example. Stone Cold Steve Austin right now is rumored to be having a match at WrestleMania. Granted, it could be a five second wham kick stunner type deal. But... Seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin ringside at a WrestleMania, you're not going to get any other moments after that. That's huge. Seeing potentially AJ Styles versus Edge, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but that would be a tremendous matchup. I don't think any of us have seen Brock Lesnar perform live.
2: That would be huge. <sighs> Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure
3: I'm trying to think
1: We've seen, you know, we've seen Becky Lynch perform But not since she's been the man Um, And her match against Bianca is going to be great Hopefully Ronda Rousey and Charlotte it, It's a cool attraction moment But I don't know if it's going to be a great match But there's also this lingering possibility that even today is still getting teased. And no, there's no confirmation, so we're not reporting news here. But there's still this lingering thought that Cody Rhodes could actually come back to WWE at WrestleMania.
0: Ain't gonna happen.
1: You are not alone in that thought process. There is a lot of people right now that would agree with you on that. (laughs)
0: I mean, that's a topic for another time. But
1: <laughs> uh, well, much mm. like the Rumble, <laughs> it's going to be until WrestleMania day after Mania when he doesn't show up at the Monday Night Raw. After we're all mm-hmm. like, well, guess that was nothing.
0: Well, I kind of, I kind of put chalk that up to the same thing every year when they're like, Kenny Omega is going to be in the Rumble. It's like got seen out of Dumb and Dumber.
1: <laughs> Even this you know? year. Even this year they said he was going to be at the Rumble. They're not if you were one in the mix, so I have a chance. So there's a chance, you know? Like, <laughs> well, wrestling fans are nothing if not loyal to the same narrative. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kenny Omega just checked into a restaurant in Nagasaki, Japan. WrestleMania is in Texas, but there's a chance he could get on a jet.
1: <laughs> well there there was that photoshopped photo of Cody at the airport in Poland. And it looked so real. Like I, I was fooled. And then of course uh news news sites are going, "Nope, nope, he's not he's not there. He's just posted a picture from Georgia saying that it, and that could have been bull, bullshit. So who knows? Mm-hmm. It the, this is an exciting time to be a fan because, sure, we could all be getting worked and he shows up at Revolution. That's cool with me, too. But it's it's just like that what if that hasn't been there in forever.
0: Mm. I don't think he shows up at Revolution, but I think he shows up down the road. Because I think him showing up at Revolution wouldn't have as much payoff as if he shows up Full gear or double or nothing, you know, after he's been gone a little while Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then he shows up, you know, because then it's like, oh, my God, he is an outsider. He is somebody who doesn't work for the company.
1: Brian, you've had a few minutes to do some research. Have you found another event that you would pick, you think, or is Mania going to be your selection? (laughs)
3: No, I never said I'd be anything different. I'm just looking for oh. the package I would pick.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying you were looking for, like, to see if there's any other shows that you know of or something. Mm. Okay,
3: my no, bad. bad. Nope.
0: I mean, just the thought of being ringside at WrestleMania where the just the pageantry alone,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because we all know it's not your normal sh- show. All the wrestlers are dressed to the nines. They've got their new outfits on. They've got the dynamic entrances. You know, my only caveat would be let's hope it's not in a place where ringside is 10 feet from the stage, you know?
1: <laughs> like,
0: who's that coming out? Let me get the binoculars. Wait, wait, Okay.
1: Well, I don't know. Ten, 10 feet would be pretty close. I think you'd be able to see it pretty well, Rob. You know. If you're having trouble well, not all
0: feet, of us are college to graduates and know how to do math. Thanks for rubbing it.
1: <laughs> I'm not the one that said I 10 feet.
0: <laughs> you might be a college graduate, but you're still an adult.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was born an asshole, so it's just is what it is, I guess. You call him from a long line of apples. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I-, I figure tonight, honestly, should be A night to look forward to revolution because the card is pretty well finalized this past week's dynamite was a damn master's class in how to cut a promo um and the way these guys are just bringing it every damn week is insane um we haven't heard these kinds of promos in uh, well in wwe in a long time like before daniel bryan's run long time um and we may never see it again, so, shit, might as well enjoy it while it's happening. Uh, let's let's take a look at results from Dynamite from this week, and then what we'll do is we'll go through the uh, card for AEW's revolution, which is, uh, hey, that's this weekend.
3: Mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday,
2: Sunday.
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, so let's just pull Aew Dynamite results here. It's loading super slow all of a sudden, so I apologize. Let's pull it up again. All right, so we'll start off with let's start off with the tag team battle royal. That's how the night began anyway, so we'll start off with that. Uh, this one was to have the winner advance to the Tag Team Championship matchup, which, as it stands right now, it's going to be a triple threat. So, whoever goes on from this Battle Royal gets a shot at the tag titles against Jurassic Express and another team to be announced later this week.
3: mm It's, um... Uh... Uh, what do you call that stupid match?
1: Oh, the Casino Battle Royale. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, That's
1: it. This Battle Royale, the cool thing and we didn't see it. I don't think we saw it at the beginning of Dynamite. Brian, let me know if I got this wrong. Um, but the Gun Club coming to the ring first and the crowd screaming ass boys at them was uh, yeah. what we all been Dynamite with. Did that make air or was it just BTE we saw that on?
3: I think he made air, if I remember right.
1: It's it's so funny that Danhausen has has christened these gentlemen the ass boys and it caught fire as fast as it did. That is just that's tremendous.
3: Yeah, but I it was only a matter of time before uh you know, somebody somebody started it any no matter who it was.
1: Well, and the fact that they're feeding onto it, you know what I mean? They're latching onto it, letting it get under their skin, letting the crowd enjoy it is just is more proof positive that they get it, that their dad is saying, mm-hmm. no, 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 you need to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So the tag teams that were involved in the Battle Royal, the Gun Club, Dark Order, that was uh, Silver and Reynolds, 2.0, Santana and Ortiz, FTR, the Bucks, Private Party, Red Dragon, Best Friends, uh, Butcher and the Blade which was cool to see them come back actually. I was glad to see them back on TV. Um I think this one kind of ended the way we figured it might with uh, Red Dragon and Young Bucks kind of facing off. I like that uh we're seeing we're seeing that that continued wedge between the indisputed era and uh and uh, the the Bullet Club I suppose. Or I guess the Elite. We should continue to call them the Elite.
3: I don't know. I don't know if we should call it. You know it's it's coming, so you might as well just get used to <laughs> call him something different.
2: Well,
1: the cool thing is is that Jay White, now that we've seen him on, on Rampage and seen that this guy really is, you know, they're giving him a full run, which is awesome. It really could be Bullet Club versus Elite versus... You know, the era or whatever they call themselves. Um, that is the thought process behind that is insane.
3: Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure if the Young Bucks would be or would not be. How do I say I think the Young Bucks would probably be in the Bullet Club.
2: Maybe I, su-
1: I suppose it would depend on the return timetable for Omega, because Omega is yeah, recovering from a lot of surgeries right now.
3: Well, I think uh, what did he? Do? He's still got a hernia operation or something. I think.
1: Yep, he had a, a he had damage to his back, his shoulder, his knee, and a hernia. That in the hernia, mm-hmm. he said, did he say he suffered that during his match? No, 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 before his match with Paige. So, that was, I guess, whatever his last match was before then.
3: Yeah, well, I think the hernia is the last surgery, maybe. Oof. And that's like six to eight weeks or something.
1: Am Man, that's a hell of a lot of sacrifice for your craft. That's a lot of cutting and sewing and slicing just to come back and do, do it all over again and get the shit beat out of here again. I mean, <laughs> damn it.
2: Yeah,
3: but okay, no yeah. telling how long he's had some of them.
1: That's true. That's true. He said his shoulder, he's been having that problem since Wrestle Kingdom, so that's a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And his back only... His back started when he first won the title, apparently. So, that's a testament to how tough he is, that's for sure.
0: I'll give you that. But a lot of them toughen out.
1: Oh, sure, sure. Not to say that any of them aren't tough, yeah. Go ahead, Rob. I
0: mean, that's just the saying that goes back generations in wrestling, you know? The whole, you got to go to work hurt because you don't go, you don't go, then that's somebody else taking your spot. And then if that person takes your spot, you might not get your spot back.
1: That's right. You may not not keep your job,
0: much less your spot. So, Kenny Omega being cut from the old school cloth of I'm going to work, you know, and especially at the time that he may have gotten hurt or it may have had some stuff. It's, you know, here we are. We're going to start a new company. Oh, crap. I can't take off because we got to start a new company. You no, know? I'm the face of this company. Um, so it's just one of those things. And now that AEW is established and it has their people, then he can kind of take a step back and it's not as devastating as it would have been a year ago. Or six months ago, you know what I mean?
1: Well, that's true. I mean, medicine is, is continuously improving as it is. So we've got a lot of different things that... Brian, I think you said six weeks on the hernia surgery. Who knows how what it its true return time could be for that.
0: Well, I mean, and that's just... And what Brian was was quoting was like us normal people,
1: right? Right.
0: Six to eight weeks. You know what I mean? It's not six to eight weeks, and now I'm going to do a you know a move off the top rope. <laughs> six to eight weeks is just can you get to work and walk down the hall?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, and there again, it's it's all dependent upon how severe the injury is. Once they get inside and. Start poking around. Oh, yeah. Got so, to like it. In looking at the Battle Royal, it was uh, actually curious to see what would happen next. I love that Adam Page has taken an aggressive role in this, this upcoming matchup with Adam Cole. He's really taken the backseat and, and been the been the victim <laughs> so much since he became champ. So now we see him come out be the aggressor you know getting into it beating up on red dragon but the bucks they they kind of say nope nope we they throw their hands back and walk away they leave him to it
3: oh uh, i still think there's uh something nefarious with the bucks
1: could they swerve him let- at revolution
3: uh, maybe I mean if they go if they go face this would be the like the weirdest face term. <laughs> you know that you've ever you've ever laid eyes on. So we're gonna go face. Be- oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. So we're gonna go face because Adam Cole now has new new friends,
1: new pals. And then we're gonna
3: yeah, and then we're gonna team up with the the guy that we bashed and you know for with for no reason at all you know just because we're now we're jealous we're we're gonna turn good guys because we're jelly
1: it is the weird reason to turn face i'll give you that but uh you know we go from one weird thing to perhaps the oddest most emotional and possibly best swerve we will see in professional wrestling to MJF, man. MJF with a promo that I said it at the beginning of the show. These guys put on a damn clinic with how to provide a promo and how to make us want to see it. MJF comes out there, and he tells a story, a legit story, by the way. This is one he's told in interviews in the past, unless he's worked us there too. Um, where basically he was victim of uh, is it anti-Semitism, I want to call it properly I think that's what it's called mm-hmm. where people would hate on him because he was Jewish and they would bully him and they would I mean, he describes a, a setting where, you know, some of his fellow football players would throw quarters at him as hard as they could. And somehow he transfers all of this into motivation to become a pro wrestler, and he says that the driving force behind that is he wanted to be like his hero, CM Punk. Fast forward to January 2014, and he tells Punk, you leave me when I needed you most. And it was at that moment, Brian, that the crowd switched seats. (laughs) They went from, boo, you asshole, to, aww. Like you could hear the emotion in the crowd just switch. And you know, I'm sitting there in on my couch and, and my wife is sitting there going, Shut up, we hate you. Like she she hates hates MJF. Hates. And I'm like, This is this guy's pouring his heart out and you're making fun of him? This is horrible. Don't do that. And she's laughing and she's like, you know, telling him that he's an asshole. Like literally yelling at the television. <laughs> that's because she ain't buying this she ain't
3: buying this BS
1: well and maybe that's it dude maybe that's it because I'm sitting there and I'm like damn this is just this is tremendous promo and and you, you're probably right it's probably all a bunch all a bunch what? of bullshit dude. who knows
3: so I'm I'm not gonna say that it didn't happen right oh no okay. I'm not, so saying I'm not that. gonna I'm not gonna say I think that is he's probably 100% correct on that Right, that and it was drawn from a life event.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But him getting in the ring, crying, it is a masterful stroke of him just being an ass.
1: And he times it so well. He he times yeah. it to where it's just about when he's like, "You left me when I needed you most," and his voice breaks a little bit. And he turns mm-hmm. to the camera, and you see that one tear trickling down his cheek. And he kind of sucks mm-hmm. it up. He's like, no, no. And he keeps going. And, he, and then we proceed to just get the rest of this promo where I'm still like, damn. MJF mm-hmm. just pulled legit emotion from the crowd. The crowd that was giving him the finger when he walked down the ramp. <laughs> that's, the, that's the crazy yeah. part. That's the part of wrestling I love.
3: Yeah, so I, I did not buy into it at all. Oh right? really? No, uh, uh-uh. cause I've told you before. I think he's an ass, right? But yeah. in, in 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 a in a he's a he's the best ass in a wrestling. You know you know what I'm saying? Like not in real life. I don't think the guy's an ass in real life. But when he's MJF, right? He is just the biggest ass in the world. And I don't get me wrong. I love him for it. But the whole time he's doing this. I'm like he's to me. It's almost like uh, you know Buff Bagwell. You know, I'm waiting for him to be like, "You people are so stupid." You know what I'm saying?
1: Right, right. I was waiting for him to do that when when um, Punk came to the ring. Yeah, because that was that but was th- what sold it even better.
3: No, what to me what sold it better was when you hear Punk. Is it true?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is this real? <laughs> Is it like it true? <laughs> MJF's just sitting there like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, I'm just, just like, what the? <clears throat> and then suddenly I have visions of WrestleMania 13, where these guys are in the, in the dog collar match. They're both bleeding like hell. And Punk puts the anaconda vice on. And you see MJF's face. And he's fighting. And the fans are somehow just in this with him. And instead Mm -hmm. he passes out.
3: They start yeah, they start booing the piss out of Punk.
1: Right. I I feel like I feel like that could happen.
3: I I will say this. I will I will one hundred percent say this. Right, so there's been talk with you know, one of the reasons Cody left is he wasn't getting hop dollar. Right? He's not getting punk or or Brian Daniels money. And we know AEW is on a budget,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: They are probably on a very strict budget, right?
1: As Tony well, Khan goes and hires someone else. <laughs> well, yeah, but
3: I mean, I don't, I don't think like that money is going to equal up to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm sure they have money to to spare, but. They made, you know, it's kind of like an NFL team, right? You have a salary cap. You can't, you know, you hit the cap. But that doesn't mean you don't have money to play with to get to the cap. You see what I'm saying?
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Like, you know, most NFL teams have money sitting there. But they know I can't go over this month over this limit. So bringing in somebody at a lesser, at a smaller contract, they still have wiggle room, but they're not going to go out there and blow five million dollars on somebody because that puts you over budget. You see, you see what I'm saying? Sure. Like you know, I, I might go, be able to spend five hundred thousand on somebody, but that doesn't mean I can spend three million per year on somebody because that hits my budget.
1: Well, and that's but. The thing. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Oh, I, the whole time he did this, I was like, "Well, if you weren't going to shell out the money for Cody, if that's well, like a true legit reason he left, you weren't going to shell out the money." Uh, after that promo, I would have, I would have, I would have been like calling the executives, be like, "Look, uh, I need some more money."
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> signing this loan, guy. Do what you got to yeah. go with.
3: <laughs> this guy's getting signed. Tonight.
1: Yeah. The the fact is, I mean, you can love him, you can hate him, but MJF just showed us all one, why he's considered a pillar of the company. Two, that in very short amount of time he's gonna be one of the top stars in the business. Period.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm legit, right? If so if MJF's making five hundred thousand and punk and Daniel Bryan are like two million per year or whatever I would have taken I would have taken him quietly to the side and said, Look,, uh, I've talked to the executives uh we have a new contract for you. <laughs> I'm wrapping you up for a good another five years right you know
1: maybe maybe he gets one of those uh what did Kevin Nash have the favored nations deal <laughs> where anytime somebody has a contract where they're making more than him, he gets one that matches it
3: no." Uh. I don't know about all that because down the road you could get some <laughs> major, but yeah, I would be like, uh, "What's your price to stay?" I mean, what are we talking about here? Let me let me make some phone calls because it was a masterful, it was it was truly masterful promo. So, but I'm just not I'm not falling for the heel crying promo bit no more. You know, you may not he, have a choice. He, He's a nefarious jackass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not calling <laughs> for none of oh, wow. MJF's bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn.
3: I have seen way too many autograph signings where he flicks off the little kid. Right? <laughs> I'm not falling for it. <laughs>
1: I, I saw one just recently where he was at uh, in Baltimore doing a meet and greet. And this girl walks up and she's like, blah, 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 blah. That's what you sound like when you're on the mic. He's like, come on and take the picture so you can flick me off anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's just so... I mean, the guy just know He recognizes his audience. He he knows what to do.
3: Yeah. And, and listen, if God... For, if nobody helped him with that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Other than maybe, you know, Tony Khan hitting the bullet points and then maybe him and CM Punk sitting down but if he came up with that, which he probably did on his own, and there was like, hey, I got a promo for you. I mean, that guy's a genius. We, I don't, I mean, I would imagine not since Flair. You know, somebody been able to cut promos like this. Like, Flair in his prime type. You know, not, not older Flair where he cries, but... <laughs> younger that's
1: that's brutal
3: (laughs) younger 80s flair you know when he's world champ and cutting cutting masterful promos
1: hard times dusty kind of thing
3: yeah i I mean it's been that long i think since we've seen somebody like really i think he's but that that was probably better than anything cena ever did and cena would probably be my next my next one recent that could cut a promo.
1: Yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, we may never see <clears throat> a talent the the likes of of MJF, and if if we never see it again, we're going to be really really upset if he doesn't get a chance to truly blow up the way he should. And I think he will. I think he's on. I think he's really on the precipice of it right now. He is so close. Mm-hmm. So we go yeah, from sh- oh yeah, yeah yeah go yeah. ahead. Yeah.
3: No, no, no. I I said he's probably within six to eight months of being world champ.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that, if that. If he doesn't somehow weasel his way into uh, Battle of the Belts title shot or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. who knows. We go from promo 101, Brian, to, you know, the best re-debut I think I've ever seen with Penta. Not El Cerro Miedo. No, 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 no. Penta Oscuro, with a very scary-looking Alex Abrahantes as well. This guy comes out in, like, the cloak with the shovel. I mean, it was Undertaker-esque. It was so awesome. This was such a cool, like, you know, okay, fine. You beat, up, you beat up Penta, Pentagon Jr., whatever we're going to call him. You beat him up. Okay, fine. Well, now you're going to deal with the darker half, the angry half. It's like, damn. This was really cool. I don't think I've ever seen because I know Pentagon Dark um, was on Impact and stuff, wasn't he? Or was it just Lucha Underground?
3: Mm, I, don't, I don't remember him. Right because that was that was during a time I really wasn't watching Impact.
1: But this when uh, they were on there. This was a cool debut, man. This was a really cool way to introduce Pentagon Dark. I'm I'm loving it. I can't wait to see what he does next.
3: Give us tail kick.
1: <laughs> again! <laughs> Damn it!
3: I mean, how 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 can you compete with the with the the House of Black?
1: That's true, especially now. <laughs> it just keeps getting better for them. Um, they are adding members. I still say we're going to see Julia Hart. Maybe once they uh, solidify her deal, she apparently is not a full time AEW person. <laughs> So probably won't see that until her deal gets finalized. But I mean, wow! What what a cool way to see Buddy Matthews debut too.
3: Uh, Well, you know, honestly, I don't think he's I don't think he's the guy from the vignette last week or the week before. I don't think he is.
1: Oh wow! So you think we've got another a fourth person yet to come?
3: I think I think you have a third. Uh, I don't think Buddy is your third. Because to me, he doesn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that Malachi had to grab him by the chin to get him to to uh, put the move on Penta.
1: So maybe he uh, has to get spit in his eye before he finally turns <laughs> to the House of Black. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I, I I I just I don't think it was him, honestly.
1: One of the things that AEW has done so well over the short period of time they've been around is they understand evolution of a character. Um, they know how to build it. They know how to to put the subtle nuances in. And this match was a great example of that. So there's an exchange between. Um, let me make sure it was um, it was Pack and uh, Malachi Black. And Pac's getting ready, to, or Malachi Black's getting ready to spit the mist. And he puts his hand over Black's mouth. Uh oh, Skype screwing with us. Yeah, yeah. All right, I hear you now. I got you. So, name. so Pack's getting ready to put his hand over Black's mouth, or Black's getting ready to spit the mist. Pack covers his mouth, and he chokes on the mist. And the broadcaster mm-hmm. you, and Excalibur and Jr. Man, they did a great job of covering this. Like he's choking. He's choking on his own poison. It was just perfect. It was laid out so well. Um, I, I. I really want to see what happens next from here. Does does Black start struggling because he you know he poisoned himself kind of thing? Or does he get more evil? Like what happens next?
3: Mm, probably nothing.
2: <laughs> they probably, yeah, I nothing mean, happens. <laughs> well,
3: I, I mean, think about it. I mean if he's if he's spitting it right Yeah, that's it's true. almost like a, a, a snake in in, in venom. If a snake were to bite itself, would it die of, you know, would, could it, you know, inject venom into its own body and kill itself? Mm-hmm. I, I, you you know what I'm saying?
1: But it's got to be your bowl. Wait, no, that's not it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't
1: know. I, mean, but I, I don't
2: think, Yeah,
3: yeah I, don't, I don't think, I think it'll be like, you know, that one time, you know, I I choked on it. <laughs> And but you know, I don't know where the mist come from. You know, whatever. I don't think I don't think you hear much out of it.
1: He draws it from his fangs. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, they just they understand that this will be a great twist and turn for this story. You know, if House of Black does nothing else, it's compelling television. Like it makes you watch. And this was just another reason that, that Dynamite was so kick-ass last week.
3: Well, they really need a uh,
1: six-man title. Yeah, yeah. They're getting to a point now where they've got enough people. Okay, look, we were worried at one point, you know, there's not enough people on the roster to support a trio's title. You got plenty of three, three-man tags now, or six-man tags. You can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it seemed like there for a while, everybody on the roster had to be part of a faction. Yeah, it was gang warfare. <laughs> you know, it was like, if you're not inner circle or – the uh, whatever and then the whatever's and the
1: you know. Death triangle and pinnacle. <laughs> I guess now you got the gun club, you can count into that.
2: And you've mm-hmm. got um,
3: Best Friends.
1: Yep. Dark and
3: Order.
0: H F O L M O that That's about to break up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I love what they're doing on BTE with Matt Hardy. Oh my! God. They're filling the gaps in so well for the story. Did you see where he's
0: starting to do delete when the cameras are off?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting more into the. He's 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 swaying away from the big money, Matt. He's he's breaking away, quote unquote.
3: Well, they. I mean, they're just taking so many shots these last few weeks. They oh, take I a can't. shot at Stanford. They take a shot at Eric Bischoff. WCW. Oh, they're you know. fearless. Yeah,
0: I like the the. Uh, I actually watched the BTE mm-hmm. today, and I like the whole hold my Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How about how about the fact that today they uh, they were standing outside of stanford connecticut they were standing out of outside of titan tower
0: mhm yeah and you Long
3: knew as soon as day. they
0: said yeah as soon as they said stanford you're like oh i know where they're at like you could just see the glass of the building and any fans like i know that glass yeah. and then you're like ooh
1: yeah, it was. Then that uh, brought
0: up a question in my mind: is is WWE still moving into their new headquarters? Or are they going to stay where they're at?
1: Well, that's a good question because I know that they they moved to a different building. So, that was the old Titan <laughs> Tower, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just haven't taken that off the, the sign off the building yet.
3: No, they still had the flags up, so I'm sure they're still using it.
0: Cause I know the new one was supposed to include an arena, like a kind of a performance center of sorts there. Imagine the pressure at that performance center,
1: you know, can can you imagine the the people at the office saying, don't let Vince see that they're here. (laughs)
0: Right. I mean, could you imagine the guy who's like just learning and all of a sudden you're in there trying to new move. And next thing you know, there's Vince standing there. Hmm. Or Triple H? Hmm. Hey, never mind.
1: <laughs> what might have been? What could have been? That's probably what they're yeah. saying to themselves.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't worry, I'll go pack my
1: clothes. <laughs> so, we go from storytelling in a match to promo class 201 with Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston in a confrontation that again, proves that a good promo a good promo can sell tickets because now we get Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. Now, I don't know how good this match will be, but this promo, this segment definitely made me want to see it. I don't know who's going to win. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I definitely want to see this matchup.
0: I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I want to see it, but then it's kind of like, you said i kind of I'm like what's the payoff we've had good we've had good promos but besides just a good fight what's the what's the payoff is there a payoff Does there have to be a payoff
1: well sooner or later we've got to see something done here with you kind of have to shit or get off the pot with Eddie Kingston you know he has a lot to offer in a lot of different ways and you got to put some devotion behind it and maybe give him you know, give him kind of what you did for Orange Cassidy and have him come out on top in this, I guess, feud with Chris Jericho. But there's nothing that says that this match has to be the one and only matchup between the two.
3: Who, Eddie and Chris? Yeah. Or let's just wait and see how the first one turns out. Oh, we <laughs> get, well,
1: So you're like, me. you're like me. You're cautious about it. You don't know how good the match is going to be, though. So no, I'm not
3: really cautious about it, mm-hmm. but like I don't know, I don't. I just don't know if I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, they're they're, um, their styles are are like way different. In ring styles. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And I'm just not sure how it's going to mesh. That's a good point. Because I I would like to see Eddie just whip the dog piss out of Chris. Personally, but... I mean, that's Um, kind of where
1: I'm at. I kind of agree with you. I would love to see... You know Kingston come out there in and almost hardcore match it. You know what I mean? Just come out yeah. there and just beat the snot out of them for a good fifteen minutes, and then somehow we're, wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's really not something I expected. You know what I mean? Like a shock win kind of thing.
3: Yeah, and and with to me with the way Jericho's kind of teetering
2: mm-hmm.
3: on the heel turn, I don't think it's going to happen that way.
2: Are
1: you thinking maybe Jericho kind of sneaks a win kind of thing?
3: Uh, I think Jericho's going to get the win, but again, I would re- much rather see Eddie play to his strength and in, in kind of like a hardcore-style match
1: mm-hmm.
3: and just whip the dog piss on him.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could see that. We could see that. It could be, like I said before, it could be like the beginning of a feud where maybe Jericho sneaks one and then the next match we get between them is... a whatever, or it could just be that Kingston... Maybe Kingston beats his ass and gets disqualified. You know, it's a rare thing to see a disqualification on AEW.
0: What if they're in the match and here comes Santana Ortiz, Santana Ortiz down to continue their disagreement Mm -hmm. with Jericho in the way of the inner circle. And... There stands Eddie Kingston with Jericho and Santana Ortiz staring at him. And they pull the old hoodoo and they dump Chris Jericho. And Eddie Kingston is new the new person in the inner circle. Mm, I think your inner circle is gone.
3: Honestly.
1: That's a, I mean that's an intriguing switch, but I, I have to say that to me they've really built it like uh, yeah this is the end of the inner circle. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing that because it'd be a cool swerve, but I don't know how much how many how many legs or how many how much weight it would have, and for how long.
0: Fine, I'll shut
1: up. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, still a like I said, it's a good idea. Just I, I don't know if it would have a lot of weight because don't now right,
0: me. Don't play with my feelings. No, <laughs> Poor you good note. That's good, but you're wrong. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was okay,
2: but...
1: <laughs> it's
0: like my old teenage years. can in the
2: friend zone.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you, you clearly found someone, sir, so it must not have been so bad. Oh, oh, oh. Got you speechless, didn't I? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we go from the segment, like I said, promo class 201, face the revolution qualifying. Absolute Ricky Starks, the FTW world champ, beats Preston Vance of the Dark Order. Um, you know, sooner or later, Preston Vance has to get himself a uh, a solid singles run. Maybe it's when he finally just takes the mask back off, but this match was quick. I didn't really, (laughs) I blinked and I almost missed it kind of thing. I, I was thinking it would be a little bit longer, but what do you know?
3: I'll, I'll, I'll agree with the whole mass thing. I think once the dark order splits or he splits for them, I think he'll get his run.
1: Odd to it, it is odd to imagine the Dark Order not being, like, a thing in AEW, though.
2: Mm,
3: but, you know, you know, it'll pass. Sooner or later, it'll pass.
1: That's true. Nothing lasts for, forever, especially in wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Wow. That's a tough one to to kind of predict, and I'm still not sure what would happen from it, but... Looking at uh, what happens after that, we get the TBS title defended by Jade Cargill against the Bunny. Um, You know what? Jade Cargill continues to improve. This was probably her best showing so far.
0: I mean, it was against the Bunny, but
2: okay.
1: Uh, I mean, Allie's a former NWA women's champion, so she's certainly not a slouch. Okay. Okay. Rob is not convinced. Brian, does is, is, is Jade keep impressing you? What do you think? I was just like, no.
3: Mm, i I mean it's it's nice to see her improve, right? Um, I'm just curious when somebody's going to come along that, like, you know, every once in a while she's got, she's going to need like. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa type match.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, she's going to need one of those matches where she, her, her entire repertoire is highlighted and not just her going in there and, you know, working somebody over. And then once we see that, I think we're Okay.
1: They're, they're tracking her wins, her undefeated streak. They're paying pretty particular attention to it. She's 28-0 now. She says to us all, you know, on the mic, she says, you know what? Soon to be 50-0, and 0, doesn't matter. The question is not who's next, better yet who's left. So out comes Ty Conti. Ty Conte, I, I'm much as a fan of, of Ty Conti as I am, I can't pick her to win this title match. I can't because every time I've picked Ty Conti in the past she has lost every <laughs> single time it's like so Tony you're... Khan listens to us and hears no I stand picked her nope nope can't do it sorry Ty
3: you're saying you're jaded I saying, <laughs> oh, see what I did there? you evil bastard
2: boo you like I'm... that uh,
1: man, not so much No, no more <laughs> Please sir, no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do like the uh attitude that Ty showed here in the promo, telling her she's the one that's gonna beat her ass. And then Jade uh kisses her on the forehead. That was a little weird. <laughs> I was like, um Okay. But I guess it's a sign of like you're you're a good little kid. Now go on. Mm-mm.
3: It, it t- it's probably more like the mafia thing, right? When they
1: Oh, so like the kiss of death. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give you that. That could possibly be. Sadly, it probably is, and she'll probably lose her title shot. And uh, one more time, where I where I say, "Yay, go, Ty Conti!" No. Okay. Sorry.
0: Damn you, Cargill. Damn you. Then you have to say, "Go." Conte to the back of the line
1: again <laughs> again and again she magically
0: and again. gets to the front of the line very fast
1: she does actually i i don't know what her win-loss record is rob, rob you make a really good point i i don't know how did she do that do what how did she earn her title shot
3: I don't know she's got to be in. is she in the top five
1: well I have to assume so um let's take a look here at the rankings rankings updated as of Wednesday we'll take a look at the top five is Thunder Rosa Layla Hirsch Serena Deeb Anna J, and Red Velvet nope she's not in the top five
3: now, do they have separate top fives or just one?
1: No, it's it's just one. You've got uh, Britt Baker sitting at two and and0 on the year. Jade Car- Jade Cargill at five and and0 Thunder Rosa is four and Layla Hirsch four and and0 Deeb is four and and0 Anna Jay and Red Velvet both have one loss apiece.
2: Ooh.
0: Anna Jay's your next champ.
1: Ty Conti's current win-loss record is 37 wins, singles, 10 tag wins, one trios win, one group or multi-person win, five singles losses, two tag team losses, and one trios loss. All right, And all some... five of those losses are for a title. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> that is probably the five losses is title matches. Damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, Ty. I'm, I'm rooting for you. If you're out there, just know She's corner to corner is in your Charlotte corner. She's Charlotte
0: on the pay-per-views. Oh no! <laughs> Difference is Charlotte at least had the belt to lose it.
1: Ouch! Ouch, Rob. Damn That's harsh. Why you got hit hey. so hard?
0: <laughs> hey, every time she loses, just means we get to see her again.
1: I mean, that's true. That's a fair that's point. Fair point. <clears throat> so I mean I don't know I don't know i again it, it is tough to pick uh to pick against Jade right now at twenty eight 0 although to me it seems like the the story but would be better told as to how she recovers from the loss, but maybe I'm just not looking at it from the right perspective. I don't know it's a toughie seems like she's getting the crowd behind her right now. right now. Yeah, kind of quietly doing it, you know.
0: It's gonna be good. Yeah, well, I mean, she is out there all the time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's know, probably why she's in the picture all the time. I mean, you know, it's just that's who what people want to see right now.
3: Yeah, and I think I think the crowd probably appreciates her getting better
1: well I mean it's been made public that uh, Brian Danielson has been supporting her and helping her train to get better so you know that probably helps her cause as well
0: mm-hmm. don't hurt it
1: speaking of Brian Danielson boy oh boy his match with uh, <laughs> Daniel Garcia Jesus these guys can really go. Just like the match with uh, Lee Moriarty, though, this was uh, this was a damn clinic. These guys really, really went all out. I was impressed with Garcia. I mean, he's been – he might be one of those guys that uh, quietly sneaks up and just starts taking match of the year.
3: I mean, I don't know about match of the year, but um, he definitely – um, was never showcased like this on either program or either company he was at, I guess. I don't you know, where what was the NXT? I don't think you saw this. And now, because Daniel Bryan's involved, you, you know, you get to see what he can do. What or Brian Danielson.
1: Hey, it's... Yeah. It, it's got to happen at least once per show, or else it doesn't count. <laughs> uh, it it's a testament to the ability of Danielson to to really pull the best out of people. I think that speaks volumes for him. Garcia is on a on a different level than two point right now, but two point mm-hmm. is just as entertaining. So I mean, it's a great great mix of all of that.
3: Yeah, but. Uh... I mean, I think you're right when you said he's on a different level,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and you know, given time, you may have you know this another incredibly talented uh performer that you just want to see wrestle. You don't mm-hmm. care if he cuts a promo, you just want to see him wrestle
1: that that was how I was for Danielson when he was Ring of Honor and then coming into WWE when he first did. I didn't care what he said on the microphone. Just put him in the ring. He had great matches with Jericho, with Regal. His matches with Miz were good. I mean, the guy brought matches, good matches out of everyone. So, yeah, he's doing it in AEW. It's damn near like he didn't miss a step. In fact, Danielson might might be at the best he's ever been right now.
3: I would. I think we've talked about that. I mean, I think he's probably top in the world right now.
1: Mm-hmm. We've definitely um, talked about that. That's true.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I I just don't know. I mean, you know, you haven't seen certain matchups,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but I I think he's top. He's got to be. You know, if he's not the, the number one wrestler in the world right now. Clearly, you know, he would be top two.
1: Just wait till we get him to Japan. We only need like three matches out of him in Japan. Okada, Tanahashi, and uh, Kota Ibushi. Let's do those three.
2: Mm,
3: I would like to see Ibushi and Okada.
1: Oof.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think also... He's being smart, and so are the people. You know, they're not throwing him into matches every week just to throw him in matches.
1: Right, right. Everything you know? is, is planned.
0: Like, and he thinks about him. You know, he might be gone for a couple weeks, but when he comes back, the match he's going to have is going to be kick ass. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think about it. Since he stepped foot in AEW, has he had a match less than three stars? In your opinion.
1: No, not even close,
0: no like there's not a Daniel like a Brian Danielson phone phone in match like they've been high quality, and there's some that come in and it I mean and I'm not saying there's people that phone it in. I'm just saying you know he's making the most out of what he wants to do right now, you know.
1: wants to show the world, I
0: can kick your ass.
1: Yeah, he's calling his shots well. I mean, he has made this... Once again, AEW's about to deliver a pay-per-view that's gonna be hard to beat. I I just... I am constantly impressed by the creative of AEW because even in matches that they really didn't build, like Adam Cole, for all intents and purposes, his matchup with Adam Page has really been only started building two weeks before the pay-per-view. But we all knew it was going to be on its way. You know what I mean? Like, it was pretty well assumed that Adam Cole was going to move up the rank. But here we are. We're looking at it, and it's like, yeah, damn, that's going to be the main event of Revolution, and that match is going to kick ass. I can't wait to see it. But really, it's only been two weeks. But they found the right timing. They made it matter, and here we are. Looking this Saturday, or this Sunday. Sunday,
2: Sunday.
1: One night only, one night only. Revolution. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do it. Let's run down our predictions for Revolution. Jesus, this is a packed card. We'll start from the undercard. Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. No stipulations have been tied to this matchup yet still could be announced on Wednesday or Friday but uh, we'll start with that Rob Kingston or Jericho what do you think Kingston Kingston
0: Jericho has nothing to lose and Kingston beating Jericho could help him get his traction back
1: okay i feel like i feel like kingston has earned a good pay-per-view victory I have to agree with you. I think Kingston wins this one. Brian, what do you think?
3: Uh, Kingston, I guess.
1: Jericho's in that situation where he doesn't lose anything by putting someone over. Next is Brian Danielson and John Moxley. Good Lord. Two guys who were handcuffed in WWE for years. Now absolutely free to do what they want creatively. And this match could be any number of different things. Again, no stipulations on this one except it sounds to me if Danielson wins, Moxley is going to tag team with him. If Moxley wins, perhaps it goes a different direction. Brian, we started with Rob, we'll go with you. What do you think?
3: Mm, I see, Danielson.
1: Here is a kicker. Do you think he cheats and wins?
3: Uh, sooner or later, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not this Sunday?
1: Pulls a fast one, you know. Mox is in firm control. Then, boop, pulls the tights.
3: Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Something nice and subtle. Nothing yeah. crazy.
1: Referee yeah. doesn't see it. Just happens to snake one on him. Hmm. Rob, what do you think, man? Danielson or Moxley?
0: Well, it wouldn't be a pay-per-view if I wasn't calling for the who-do. <laughs> um, the who-do. <laughs> I'm going to say they battle to a draw.
1: Ooh. Has there been a draw on
2: pay-per-view yet?
0: Because I just can't see Mox losing right now with the momentum he's got. And Danielson, just, I can't see him losing.
1: Hmm. Man, oh, man. I'm intrigued by this. I'm trying to think if there's been a draw on a pay-per-view for AEW.
0: I'm not calling for disqualification or outside interference. I'm just calling for they run out of time.
1: Straight up time limit draw. Hmm. I think that you're you're onto to something with uh, you know it's it's too soon to have a, a loss attached to Mox um, I honestly I think Mox wins this one but I think that it, I, I have to also point out that I think it's entirely possible that Danielson pulls some kind of shenanigans and uh, tries to cheat to win but maybe he doesn't do it this time maybe he does it in a rematch kind of situation or he maybe Mox doesn't cheat. And Danielson cheats when they win their tag matches. Something like that. Hmm. Next up is a Tornado Trios match. The AHFO. Matt Hardy, Andrade El Idolo, and Isaiah Cassidy take on Sting, Darby Allin, and Sammy Guevara. To me... This matchup is something that was probably better served on rampage only because i I just don't care about the a h f o um so I do want to say though I feel like Darby Allen is getting ready to turn heel, and maybe maybe that's how this matchup ends up being the a h f o winning so I'll say the a h f o wins and Darby turns. Darby turns on who? I think Darby turns on Sting. I think Darby blames Sting for his loss in the TNT title match. I think Andrade finally gets in his head. (laughs) See, Andrade is like that, that next level up of what Alberto Del Rio wanted to be we actually can believe that Andrade can get in someone's head. Del Rio, not so much.
0: Without physical abuse, I mean, sorry. Um...
1: <laughs> Someone had to say it. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> well, without that legal record, you know, that's kind of a shaky business. Rob, what do you think? Who wins this one, man?
0: Well, I think you hit your head saying Darby Allen turns at this point, but um... – I'm gonna go Darby Allen and Sting.
1: I, I and know a certain eleven-year-old that would be pissed at me if uh, if Darby actually turns. She'll be angry at me for life.
0: Why? Because you'll throw away all the Darby Allen figures.
1: <laughs> throw them away. Throw away the wrestling buddy. Throw away the T-shirts.
0: You should look like... at them right before the match and go. If they, tr- if if he turns, I'm breaking the figure <laughs> in half. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, she'd never forgive me.
0: (laughs) It's too bad you couldn't find an extra Darby Allen real quick.
2: Mm,
1: You know,
0: so, like, when you did, like...
1: You know, that's funny you mentioned that. I think I know of a second one that's floating around here.
0: Well, she don't need it. (laughs) Brian, if she wants to be a good, you know... You give that up for the cause.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can get away with that. You might get you might <laughs> you might see me with a black eye the next time we see each other. Brian, what do you think? Is it uh the AHFO? Is it uh Sting, Darby and Sammy?
3: Well, I think it's Sting, Darby and Sammy. And then Andrelli turns on Matt cuz we have somebody in the wings that we know is a week or two away. So you got to start it. I think that's when you start it.
1: Yeah, and I guess he doesn't like surprises anymore. <laughs> so he just went into and and did an interview and said, yep, I'm going to AEW. And then he tried to quick, quickly hop on social media. I- I'm excited. I'm hoping to go to AEW. Yeah, because Tony Khan's going to tell you no. <laughs>
3: well, I, I don't think it's that. I, I'd be curious to know... Like if he, cause I guess he'd still have the no compete clause or no, whatever it is. Right. And I would imagine he can't, he wouldn't even be able to technically talk to somebody while that's going on. Yeah. So, you know, it might, it might've been one of those things. Oh, I screwed up. more than anything else
1: well he's at a stage in his career where i mean even if it's like like punk the worst kept secret ever people are gonna go pop they're gonna go crazy
3: yeah but see punk was the worst kept secret because you know even even like when it happened you never expected it to happen
1: well yeah because you know there's been a lot of teases in all honesty by multiple people trying to say, Oh, Punk's coming back. You know, punk return confirmed. Yeah. How many Throughout how many Royal years, Rumbles yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. yeah.
3: So But you know where Jeff's going. The mo the moment it happened, I mean even before it happened, they were like, Yeah, he's yep, yep, he's doing this to get fired. He's going to AEW. And then sure enough, the night he hops the rail. Everybody's like, yeah, he's going to AEW.
1: I don't know. I mean, it was kind of some uh, erratic behavior, Brian. I mean, I just want to put that out there a little, sh- little shaky, a little weird. Or maybe he was just tired of the shit. <laughs> maybe he. I mean, I don't know that we've ever seen that kind of thing before. But maybe he finally just said, "You know, this sucks. I'm going home and go go see my wife and kids, and uh, I'll see you guys in about ninety days." <laughs> well, I see.
3: I don't. I don't know if when he did it. I think he did it just to see if I can get fired, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But then what helped him was that stupid piss test.
1: Oh, my gosh.
3: You know, because they're like, "Uh, yeah, he's on drugs again. Uh, wait. Wait a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oops. Oops. Sorry, that was Vince's test. Maybe,
3: maybe not.
0: <laughs> and I then imagine. I would
3: imagine they probably came to some type of an agreement. Like, oh, you're going to let me go now. Yeah. You know, because you're, you basically said this stuff publicly,
1: Mm-hmm. you know. I mean, realistically speaking, you're absolutely right. They really didn't try to protect him at all on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did, they could have easily corrected Fightful. They could have corrected The Observer. Because they've done it before, no, 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 he was just hurt, or something happened. No, they let these people run with the story that he was being drug tested, and you know, court of public opinion, you're getting drug tested. How many people are going to say that you're doing drugs? Does't matter how the test mm-hmm. comes out. they just know you were tested,
0: especially with your history
1: right, exactly, oh, oh, an a former addict is being tested, oh shit, he's back on the sauce. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I mean, I I don't blame him at all for any anger or vitriol he has for WWE because they handled this in such a horrible way.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so
1: look forward to his return.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's coming. I think it's going to happen fast,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I think I think the six man is going to set it up because Private Party's already mad at him, mm-hmm. so. You know, one of the one of the players is mad at him. It wouldn't take much for Andrade to turn on him. I mean, who knows? You may even get Jeff Sunday.
1: That you know what? That could very well happen and we'll we'll talk about that here in a moment. We got a match to cover first and then we'll get to that. You
0: might not get Jeff. But you could uh, get Brother Nero.
1: Or Willow. Mm-hmm. That would be weird to see a Willow on TV. <laughs> Once was enough for me, I'm good. But, you know, maybe in a, in a one-off kind of situation since they have to keep him under a mask, technically. So, the next match on the card here, at least the way it's listed currently, is the dog collar match. CM Punk and MJF. Um, what a cool old-school build that this has been for this matchup. I like the... the the way that these guys have been kept away from each other. And now with this wrench thrown in the works this past Wednesday, we really and truly could get a true double turn or we could get a triple turn where both turn and then MJF turns back and then kicks punk in the nuts or something (laughs) or kicks a ref or whatever. Like it's just, it's hard to predict. I don't know, Rob, Rob, why don't you go first on this one? Who's winning the dog collar match?
0: Oh, well, one, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, my heart says Punk wins, but my mind says I don't see MJF taking a loss. Because hmm. he's undefeated, isn't he? Uh,
1: no,
3: no, he's got one or two.
1: <laughs> he's got a DQ oh. on his record, thanks to Punk. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a tag team loss or something.
1: Oh, yeah, the six-man tag with uh, FTR.
3: Yeah, that doesn't count, but it counts.
0: I mean, I could see some conundrum tomfoolery, but I truly believe that – I don't know. I don't know what to believe. (laughs) This one's a hard one.
1: It really is. I mean, Punk – Sooner or later, Punk's gonna lose, and it would make sense for this to be the time that, that Punk gets his first loss in AEW. Um,
3: Punk did get a loss. MJF beat him twice in Chicago. Oh
1: Jesus! Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So maybe this is where they they give him the <laughs> give him the big win on pay per views. Jesus, how did I look past that? Oh my!
0: Because you don't want to believe it.
1: Maybe I'm in denial. I'm like, I can't believe they did this to Punk. Why? Why would you do this?
3: And unfortunately, Stan, he's going to lose again.
1: So you're thinking that uh, MJF beats him?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Do they do a double turn, you think? mm No? Why? Why?
3: No. Oh, listen, just because it crowd flips, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh you know, you're gonna get a double turn. And mm-hmm. then once MJF resorts to shenanigans, which you know is going to, mm-hmm. um, it'll you know, it's not gonna stay flipped. Now you may very well get Wardlow flipped mm-hmm. out of this, but the status quo as far as MJF and Punk will stay the same.
1: I feel like the smart money is is in predicting that that uh, MJF wins this one. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Punk winning would be in in my eyes. Punk winning would have to be on like a double turn type circumstance. But there again, there is so much mileage for MJF's heel run right now, still to come, that it would be way too soon to do it. You'll get. You'll get a face MJF, like you will get it. I think, but um, even Not though, now. yeah, even though this past Wednesday really MJF, damn creative genius. Uh, I, I have to agree. I, I think MJF wins this one.
3: Oh, and the <laughs> other thing too is for me is if you keep having MJF win,
2: mm-hmm.
3: the time that is for big money is the time Punk wins. You, you see what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, MJF has Punk's number. Punk's never beat him. Yada, yada, yada. It's for the heavyweight title. And all of a sudden, Punk wins. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's got to be like a a major moment kind of thing. Because I think Punk, much like Daniel said, I think both of them get a title run. And maybe maybe it's punk and then Danielson or maybe it's the other way around, but I definitely see what you're what you're saying.
0: Now I heard you all say Wardlow. Do you think Wardlow plays a part in this? That MGF finally pushes Wardlow off the edge?
1: So for me, this is where this is where the structure of the card comes into play. If the face of the revolution ladder matches first, then I feel like Wardlow wins the face of the revolution ladder match. And because he doesn't help MJF could be why punk wins. But if the collar dog collar match happens first and Wardlow helps him, helps him win. I could see MJF coming out at the end of the dog or the end of the ladder match, like demanding or maybe waiting till Wednesday and demanding that Wardlow give him his title shot.
3: Oh, well, he's already said that in uh a promo that uh what a few months ago.
1: Yeah, that's the expectation. If he wins, yeah. then you're gonna give me that title shot. Yeah. All right. So there we go. Face of the revolution ladder match, Wardlow, Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy. And one more person to be announced. We don't know who this person is. Or maybe we do. Who knows? I have a feeling Wardlow's going to win this regardless of who the secret entrant is. I feel like Wardlow's the logical choice. Um, Brian, what do you think?
3: To be announced.
1: <laughs> you think it's the mystery entrant?
3: Yeah, why not?
1: You are those damn man street entrants. Let me you guess. gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. <laughs> at least he's nothing if not consistent, folks. He's he is selecting with his heart, and I have to respect that. Good I'm lord. Just
3: rolling the dice.
1: When you get a chance, take a take a look at this uh shot that WWE tweeted out uh about an hour ago. Becky Lynch got whipped with Bianca Belair's uh hair. That is a nasty, nasty set of cuts there.
3: Ouch. So, does she have, like, metal at the tip of it or something?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like little spikes, little barbed wire. No, Smash. like
3: a, a beret or something.
1: I don't know, but it's a, it's a straight... Let me take a look at this image here. WWE did this out. Right, but, okay. I, I mean,
3: I don't understand how she would be able to get that thing to... To, to, I don't know. I guess get enough force behind it.
1: I'm gonna send this.
2: I to mean, you I understand.
3: Right oh, I already seen it. Oh, okay, it okay. Instagram or
1: something. Good lord.
3: So I'm sure it's doctored up a little, but they're not. They're not helping Becky at all with this lead up.
1: I mean, if if they did that then so be it but jesus <laughs> oh we got a prediction in from the chat here we go uh anonymous 641 predicts mox jericho alan sting and Guevara. uh mm-hmm. let's see here and uh cm punk and we'll and i'll read the rest of them off as we get through the card here um
3: See, maybe, uh, maybe anonymous is number. Is the the hidden participant?
1: Maybe anonymous could be that secret. Oh Jesus! Could anonymous be? Uh, could it be Jeff Hardy is listening to C two C right now?
3: No, I don't think it'd be Jeff. I think Brother bigger.
1: Near row. No. Okay. Fine. I think bigger. Bigger. Could it be well, someone I, I, I Swiss, possibly?
0: Mm, or. Soon.
3: A oh, no. A blade. No. Right now, he, so he could. Yeah, he, he could. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Keith Lee's in there. So that would be some little. Might have some, like, little tag team action going on. You know, especially if this faction comes out.
1: Could he spin Keith Lee? Oh, I mean he's oh, he's yeah. spun
2: yeah.
1: he he's spun uh Kali. He spun the big show. Hell he spun this big show like twenty times or something crazy. So yeah, yeah, I think he could. The question maybe is would Keith Lee let him? Maybe Oh. Okay, so that that deserves at least a few minutes of conversation. So what if what if Cody in the ultimate heel move, Wardlow is there. He's almost got it. He's pulling it down, and boom! Cody hits the ring, knocks him off the ladder, wins the face of the Revolution ladder match, and gets a world title shot.
3: Is that who, is that what happens? They get a world title shot. Yeah,
1: yeah. What better way? Cody. What better way to break your promise? Oh it's my Cody. gosh! I will be uh, in full Codyverse regalia, ready to applaud the leader of the Codyverse, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while everybody else gives him the finger. <laughs>
3: Listen, I'm telling you, there are some big time, like shenanigans going on here with with <laughs> this Cody Rhodes, like we've never seen it before.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: we know that the Bucks like to just needle people. We know Cody likes to needle people. You know, you know, MJF, MJF is constantly just wrecking Cody Rhodes on Twitter.
1: Oh my gosh. And and this week was no better when he basically had Cody joining the kiss my ass club for Vince. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh.
3: And, you know, and again, I, you know, I know they're friends and all this. But if, if if you left C2C, you know, to go to another place, I would think etiquette would prevent me from, from like, just destroying you on Twitter like MJF is. Because you've never seen it with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've never seen somebody jump ship and then get wrecked by their friend <laughs> from where they came from on Twitter. Until now. So, I, I think something's up.
1: I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you as much as I would I would love to see Cody have a major run in WWE. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That would be cool. It, it Again, we've talked about it like last week where we said it would probably only last six months. But, you know, I mean, that would be kind of cool to see. But, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I can't believe we didn't think about it until now to win this ladder match. I mean, there you go. That's. You want to know how you get them to do it? That's how you get them to do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: Then again, to, you know, there's the rumor of a, a major faction. You know, uh, there's a rumor that Brian Cage is going to be involved. Um,
1: OK, tell me I more know. about this. I've, I've not heard any of this. What is this faction you're talking about?
3: Yeah, suppose there's a rumor that Cody's going to return with a faction. Kind of like an NWO-esque type faction.
1: Oh, really?
3: Yeah, and then uh, that Cage um, may be involved as well. <laughs> because again, I mean, think about it, right? So we haven't seen Brian Cage in a while everybody's anticipating him being released. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, nope, we picked
1: up his option. Hmm. Hmm. Did we get Rob's prediction for the ladder match?
0: To be named later.
1: (laughs) Damn it. We've convinced him. (laughs) He's like, ah, I knew it. I mean, it's a smart pick. That is a damn smart pick. For the record, uh, a non six forty one picks Keith Lee, which there again could be a solid pick. But uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of variables. Yeah, because
0: I don't want to see Keith Lee coming off no ladder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want to I mean, see that either.
1: <laughs> unless
0: you're the size of Wardlow, ain't nobody going. If you're Cesaro, you don't wanna be sitting at the bottom of that ladder like, oh, what.
1: Imagine, all right. So if Wardlow was to win the ladder match, and and I I'll stick with Wardlow. I think that's who I think is going to win. But uh, Wardlow powerbombing Keith Lee from the top of the ladder.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of man to get up, <laughs> <laughs> even from a ladder. That's a lot of guy to. to, to
0: that's
3: try a lot and of guy bump. coming
0: at you from a ladder. Yeah. That's, that's a heavy ladder too.
1: That's a long way down too
0: that got that well i guess we'll find out who's in it is the size of the ladder that's in it they got what one if, of them extra strong ladders
1: what if it was uh paul white i mean you got all these big men in this ladder match why not
3: uh because you don't you need to not see how he his body was last time he tried to wrestle
1: i mean when he that was his uh the the match against QT Marshall, and it did look like he had the Kali walk where he worried he's going to break his own legs. His legs are
0: bending the opposite way now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. I
3: mean, no offense offense to Paul, but, uh, you know, you may have seen his last wrestling match.
0: I mean, he's getting very close to the Iron Sheik where it's like, you know, when we saw Iron Sheik come out for that battle royal, we're like, well, you know who's winning because they ain't throwing him over the top.
1: (laughs) Poor guy. Sheiky baby. Okay. (laughs) Go to hell. (laughs) TBS championship. After you, Hawk Hogan. (laughs) Fuck the Hawk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) Jade Cargill defending the TBS title against Ty Conti. I can't do it. Jade Cargill.
3: Jade.
0: I'm going to speak at the juju and go with uh, Ty Conti. I swear to God. Just so she doesn't get it. <laughs> no, <I'm
1: just> <laughs> if she wins this time, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Anon641 picks uh, Cargill for that one. All right. <clears throat> Moving into the tag team championship match Jurassic Express. Red Dragon and the team that wins the Casino Battle Royale um, on Wednesday. The team that wins the Casino Battle Royale, it's either – it's got to be the Bucks, right? I mean, we got to push that, or do we we hold that for another Mm -hmm. pay-per-view? I don't
0: think you get the Bucks and Red Dragon together with Mm -hmm. Jurassic Express. I think you Mm -hmm. get the Bucks and Red Dragon by themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think your winner is going to be Red Dragon, and then the Bucks will come out going. We were here first.
1: Hmm. So who? I totally, wins... I
0: totally messed up the flow. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're onto a good point, but that just begs the question: Who wins the casino battle royale? The Bucks are in it. We know that for sure. Um...
3: Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that. Uh... Yeah, fast
1: boys! Oh my God, that'd that be hilarious! Our,
3: and that's what Wednesday night, right? The Casino mm-hmm. Battle Royale this
1: coming this coming Wednesday. Let me see if I can find but, who's in the Casino Battle Royale. don't
3: the casino matches normally have a mystery?
1: Well, yeah, and usually there's a the joker, right? <clears throat> so I'm with you. I'm following. I think I know where you're going with this. So keep it moving i'm looking up to see (laughs) to see who's uh who's gonna who's taking part of it this this month this year Mm, i got the winners i can't find who's in it so i guess they're not it's a mystery right now
3: yeah i mean i know who i'd like to see if there is a mystery Mm um i'm sure ftr is in it somewhere i mean i would think like uh, you know, their top tag teams would be in it. So the Bucks, FTR, mm-hmm. Private Party, maybe somebody from the Dark Order. You know, a mystery. Because normally I think they do have mysteries in the casino ones.
1: Well, they've done it before. I mean... I know that in the in the singles ones, even for the women, there were mystery entrants. Um, mm-hmm. The tag team one, the last tag team one that took place, um, the Lucha Bros won, and they won it at uh, Revolution in Daly's place. So, I don't know, but if if it reads the way it did before, they drew. They were the fourteenth team to enter, so. I guess it's gonna be fourteen Jesus. That they can't have that many tag teams in that. <laughs> that's that's so many. Gosh.
3: Mm-hmm. Alright, well anyway, my pick for is for the tag uh the triple threat tag team match
2: mm-hmm.
3: is is the mystery team. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with that mystery team.
1: <laughs> Jesus They fuck you in the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob, Rob, are you going with the ass boys, or are you, uh, you going to choose? I'm going ones? Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Well, no, that's the tag title match. Who wins the Casino Battle yeah. Royale again? No, it no, to? yeah, but
0: we're, we're talking about No, no.
1: We're not talking about that. We don't even know who's in it. Oh, okay, okay. So, Rob says Red Dragon's winning the tag titles uh at Revolution. Brian, do you think that's what's going to happen, or do you think Jurassic Express retires?
3: I, I told you it's a mystery team.
1: Oh, so the mystery... Okay, all right, I got you now.
0: So Brian's going for Brian's pick, and Brian's pick is, as always, the mystery team. <laughs> the player to be named later.
1: A non-641 selection, by the way, is Jurassic Express. Interesting. As is, is, is cool as they are as a tag team, and I'm glad they got their tag run. I, I think we may be seeing the end of their title run.
0: It's becoming Lucha Boris.
1: Ooh. Lucha Boris. Jeez. That's a little harsh. A little a little heavy, sir.
0: Sorry, I don't mean to offend you because I know you have a lucha board lucha shirt.
1: I actually don't. Believe it or you not. You
0: got I the don't. face mask thing with the green tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: would, that would be cool to have. Not gonna lie. <clears throat> um you know what? I'm I'm inclined to agree though. I think Red Dragon. It's, that's a solid pick. I can't, can't disagree with you, sir. AEW Women's World Championship. Britt Baker defending against Thunder Rosa. Anon641 is in already and says Thunder Rosa wins this one. Um, Brian, I concur. Brian, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. This is Thunder Rosa's time. I agree. I, think, I feel like Thunder Rosa has done everything possible to prove that she deserves to be at that top spot. Hmm. Rob, where do you stand,
0: sir? Well, because it makes for good radio, I've got to go to the opposite spectrum than you all, and I'm going to say Thunder Rosa.
1: That was a wise, wise pick, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is a smart pick. It's the sensible pick, and I think that's going to be the winner. Which brings us to the main event, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Hangman Page defending against Adam Cole. A battle of the atoms taking place at Revolution. Mm, Rob, you go first. Who you got for this?
0: Adam Page.
1: Adam Page. Any shenanigans afoot? You think we see anything special?
0: I mean I think there's gonna be Shenanigans foot because you got Adam Cole in there. So you're gonna get Red Dragon coming down and possibly the Young Bucks to kinda, you know, come in. But I just feel like in my opinion as long as they did the burn for Adam Page, they're not gonna turn they're not gonna let him lose it now. A few months into his reign, you know what I mean.
1: Anon six forty one says, "Of course, you picked Adam Cole. I wonder if perhaps this uh, this <laughs> listener is familiar with our understanding of what's happening, Brian. What do you think? Who's winning this matchup? Is it Adam Cole? Or is it Adam Page?"
3: Oh, I think it's Adam Page. I think this is where the split happens. I think uh, Red Dragon comes down to help um, Adam Cole. The Young Bucks will then come down to, uh, you know, make it look like it's going to help, and they'll super kick Adam Cole, and then Page will get the win.
1: Notice in both predictions, nobody mentions the Dark Order coming to the rescue of Adam Page.
3: Well, I mean, they're they're uh, they're budged fans right now.
1: Yeah, it's all about yeah. the budge. <laughs> Anybody that can email yeah. pants to another person's got to have some special powers.
3: Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't, I think this is going to be, um, when this is, when this feud starts, it's not going to evolve the dark order. So there's no real need to march them down there. hmm. Um, you know, I, I think this is where your you know your bullet club setup starts. Um you're, you're split between Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. So
1: Now this week on Dynamite it is scheduled to be a six man tag. Adam Cole and Red Dragon against Dark Order in Adam Page. Makes you wonder. Maybe they get the Dark Order out of the way early. Have them, maybe have him get sidelined by the Red Dragon. Or maybe they just let them do their their support of the champ from a distance like they have in the past. Who knows?
3: Well, yeah, but I mean right now he needs a dark order. Yeah. If the Bucks turn on Red Dragon, then he doesn't need the Dark Order no more. He's got the Bucks. You see what I'm saying? And it's not like he's been too, um, you know, friendly with the Dark Order since he's won that title.
1: No, actually, this uh, past interaction we saw on BTE this week is probably the first time he's really interacted with them since winning the belt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At least it seemed like it. it- if he has an interaction with them before, it's been really light.
2: yeah
1: When I look at this title match, the thing that i that stands out to me is what they're building towards, and it really seems like they're building towards the kind of this three way feud, right the bullet club, the elite, the era we'll just call them that for now um and I think that really what would put this in the proper perspective is either a. Brian's prediction where the Bucks end up super-kicking Adam Cole, thus giving Adam Page the win and furthering the split or more solidifying it. Can't solidify a split, so furthering. Um, Or it's a situation where Red Dragon helps Adam Cole get the win, Adam Cole becomes champion, and we move into the Elite versus the Bullet Club versus the Era. But either way, it seems like that's the direction. For the record, I think I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Adam Cole. But I, I could certainly see what Brian described as as what happens. Then again, who knows what could happen because AEW has completely flipped the script on us. I don't know how many times now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They, threw, I mean, they to- threw
0: a thing in there at the end, and Tony Khan comes down and pins him and wins his own belt. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> See, Vince, I can do
0: it too. No, no. <laughs> sorry, Brian,
3: let me cut you off. Oh, sorry. I mean, you still have uh, Jay White that'll play into this somehow too. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's because Jay the White
3: is what he's trying to solidify Bullet Club in America. So. You know, he he. he depending on which way he went,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's probably going to be the way the match goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, I I don't know who I would predict. I mean, it's it's it can go either way. I said Cole, but at the same time, Jay White being involved makes it feel like there's there's more to come. Maybe the Good Brothers come back in. You know they've been off of AEW TV for a while. They're Impact Tag Champions right now. The G. The GOD. They're stateside. Maybe we finally get my prediction. My finally, my prediction comes true. The Gorillas are dead. Maybe that. Holy shit. Maybe that's who is the secret or the the the, the to be announced entrant into the casino oh, Lord battle have mercy. Could oh, you Lord, imagine Stan. that?
3: Uh, yeah, that would be that would be great. Although it's not my mystery tag team, but be <laughs> fantastic.
1: so so if it's the God, do I get credit for that since I called it?
3: tonight? No, because uh, ah, I still it. get it for yeah. Uh, so we can't it's give you first. that kind
0: of good idea.
2: It's not fair.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm still hoping for the Briscoes, but I would I would be okay with
0: God Uh mm-hmm. Jod God. What if it's the Briscoes and FTR comes down and takes them out? Eliminates them.
2: Mm.
1: I like that idea. Or maybe FTR wins, gets into the triple threat, and then the Briscoes jump them on the way to the ring. Mm. Nice little... uh, Turn the lights yeah. off, back on, kind of moment for AEW. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's but how AEW does you. debuts now. <laughs> I got a question for you, Stan. Fire away.
0: Never mind. Let's finish the prediction. Sorry.
1: That, that's it. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the card. So, what are you gonna get for your
0: for your graduation?
1: You mean like a graduation gift?
0: Yeah. Ooh. I think a title or something's in the order.
1: I feel like that's a championship-worthy accomplishment. I have to agree.
0: I I mean, I think you should get a title. (laughs) Or you can get the pop-up stage for your AEW figures. Mm -hmm. You got to do something with that desk. You ain't going to do no work at it.
1: I mean, it's one of those situations where it really... That is a good point. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you that graduating from college should equal a championship to, to measure out to that momentous occasion.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're not getting a cap and gown, and you're not getting a graduation. So, I mean, you did the work. You get a diploma, but a degree, but you should get... That's right. I mean... Even the powers that be have to see it's a good idea.
1: I think the powers that be would agree <laughs> that it's totally worthwhile to get a championship for a graduation. Not a chance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. The powers that be have erupted. A- <laughs> they have arrived. I
0: don't know if y'all remember, but I'm listening. Not a chance. It ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. We do not recognize the weird voice from the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Revolution this coming Sunday. I'm excited to see it, and yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great, great show. We will of course cover the results uh, on Monday, and uh, you know, there's still more to come. Who knows what's going to happen next? We got Dynamite, we got Rampage, and we got Revolution. Plus, there's still the off possibility that some other news breaks. I mean Cesaro, he's a free free man now. He could show up anywhere he wants. But that's going to do it. That's going to do it for us here on the C2C side of things. Catch up with your boy Rob on Twitter at Rob Hefner C2C. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragoo C2C. And catch up with me at Stan Grub everywhere. Uh, And, of course, the show at C2C Radio Show. And you can always listen to us at C2CRadioShow.com. Thanks again for listening. Oh, you
0: got to – plug vlad dragoel's pandorium emporium
1: indeed indeed as Elden ring has arrived and let me just say that uh, i was blown away by just how fun that game is to play um brian you are the king of vlad dragoel's pandemonium emporium tell me man when is the when's the first broadcast of your stream sir
3: Um, I don't
1: know. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's got videos up there right now, unboxing videos that are excellent quality and excellent stuff. So, I mean, if if you're a fan of our stuff and you're a fan of pop culture and wrestling, it's definitely something to check out because it's just definitely go to Facebook and hit the like button. Yes. as you can, And get the notifications as he pops up stuff because you don't want to miss the the cool stuff, the unboxing of the cards and then the AEW crate. I mean, the pro wrestling tees crate. So, uh,
1: yep. You go to facebook.com slash Vlad Dragoul, V L a D D R a G O O L. And, uh, Rob just mentioned it. Great unboxing video for Pro Wrestling Crate for 2022. Nice job. Brian, you're putting on some good quality content, man. I can't wait to see your first stream for Twitch. Uh,
3: yeah, I've only done two, so let's let's not get crazy.
1: Hey, nobody's getting crazy, buddy. We're just Simmer down.
3: Simmer su- down.
1: Supporting our brother in streaming.
3: Simmer down. <laughs> Simmer down.
1: That's going to do it for us here, everybody. Please have a great night. Have a safe week. Enjoy Revolution, Dynamite, Rampage, and uh, any wrestling you see. And we'll see you next week right here at C2C Radio Show. Good night, everybody. Thank all the professors for letting me graduate.
3: Wait. Wait. Is the music over?
1: Oh, no, it's it's playing. We're celebrating. Oh, so you're just talking.
3: About, oh, okay. Going
1: out in style, sir. Going out in style. He
0: bought and paid for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in debt for the next ten years. Celebrate with me everybody.
0: <laughs> I still think you get a belt. I'm sorry. You just gotta get over it.
1: <laughs> Have a great night, everybody.
3: Wait, so you didn't play the music
0: yet?
1: Oh it's playing, oh, but we're just talking over it.
0: <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well we can't hear it anyway and it ain't very good music anyway, so